Hey, it's our weekly streaming show, and here's a sneak peek at our top streamer of the week. Go get you some Sam Howell, rostered in just 18% of Yahoo Leagues. Coming off a bounce-back game against the Eagles where he nearly pulled off the upset. He'll face the woeful Bears defense this week, which just gave up three touchdowns to Russell Wilson and ranks 26th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. Expect Howell to be a regular player in this spot. Go pick him up in a nice matchup. Now let's get to the show. Welcome, everyone, to the most accurate podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. With me is my excellent co-host, the incomparable Jen Akins. Jen, how's it going, buddy? Going well. Week five. We're like, what, a, a third of the way through, pretty much? Madness. Most? Madness. Madness. Mm-hmm. Madness good and also madness bad, right? Um, no, I'm good. I'm, uh, yeah, hanging in there. Fall's here. Excited. How are you going? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm wearing the blazer hat because it's yeah. been a rough week, but um, but you know, I I would say, not not that this is a basketball podcast, but uh, I would say it, it's sad that we've lost Damian Lillard. Uh, thankful for what he brought to Portland, and I'm happy we're moving forward in a direction. And I hope Dame has a great time in Milwaukee. That's that's where I'm. That's where I've landed. <laughs> That's very nice of you. Um, I expect nothing less from you. I know you're you're a fan, and uh, that can be tough. But uh, I, you know, it's tough. Thank you, Samson. Uh, presented a, a, apologies for my loss. I, I thank you very much, Samson. Hi, Tom. Thanks uh, for joining us in the in the chat uh, today. This is our weekly streaming show where we highlight quarterbacks, tight ends, kickers, team defenses. You should be targeting as streaming options for the upcoming week. Uh, before we get going into that for the past month, we've been discussing players to target and underdogs battle Royale and mini Royale. So let's do that before we dig into some streaming options. Think of these contests like DFS GPP tournaments, except you select players via snake draft rather than with the salary cap constraints. So we're looking for unique, but not too contrarian players that are in great spots for success. Uh, this week I'm eyeing Brian Robinson, uh, only Denver ranks lower in AFPA to opposing running backs uh, than the Bears do. Uh, Robinson's averaging 16.5 touches per game. If he goes near that against this Bears defense, I feel like he, he's a lock to be at least a solid RB2 option. Uh, he's had four touchdowns already, three rushing and one receiving. Uh, so, yeah, Brian Robinson, uh, not too terribly expensive, not the sexiest pick, but I think he's going to have a good game against this Bears defense. Jen, uh, who's your guy? So I know we're supposed to not go too contrarian. I'm going contrarian this week and I'm going with Zachary Zach. Hey, I'm going with Zachary Zach Wilson against the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos are allowing the most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. They've allowed the second most passing yards this season. It's a big tournament. No one's taking Zachary Zach, especially when there's only six teams drafting at once. So you got to go pretty far down the quarterback uh, list there to get Zach. So why not? You know, if you're doing multiple, I mean, if you're only doing one entry, maybe not Zachary Zach, but if you're doing a few and you want to go contrarian, Zach Wilson is there for you. He's coming off a pretty good week too. Yeah. The the Broncos defense does not look like it's showing up. I think it's no. very, very worth uh, gambling a yeah. little bit. And we, I, Zachary Zach may came up again in this, <laughs> in this show. We'll see. So uh, uh, your, your guy, Brian Robinson is going to come up again uh, as well in this, in this show. So <laughs> excellent. Uh, if you are not a member over at four for be sure to go to four slash plans. Use the promo code YouTube to save 25% off any subscription right now. That's promo code YouTube four for slash plans. 
Uh, let's hit. We've got one question. Let's hit one question before we get going into our streamers. Uh, hi, Luis29. Got offered Travis Etienne and Josh Jacobs for Sam Laporta, Joe Mixon, and Damian Pearson, a full PPR, eight-person team. Uh, thoughts on the offer? So I'm not sure what your other tight end situation is, but I like that, I think, because I think Etienne and Jacobs are a pretty big uh, advantage over Mixon and Damian Pierce. What do you think, Jen? Uh, yes, I agree there. I know some people are a little down on Jacobs. He's going to be fine. I think he's going to be more fine than Pearson and, and Mixon. So, uh, and ETN has been fine. So, uh, I don't hate that. Okay. He has got it on the bench. So yeah, I think that's, uh, I would do that. Um, and by the way, Brandon, I appreciate that you went with the eight person instead of eight man team. Uh, you went, you went with the, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. As We're a, all trying. We're as all a trying. female in the space. I, you know. <laughs> We're always trying to be to do better, Jen. That's how it goes. Uh, Tom wants to know if we like Tyler Higby or Cole Komet rest of season in a no tight end premium half PPR format. Uh, I could go either way on this, but um, my brand demands that I say Cole Komet and I, and that I go anti Tyler Higby. Yeah, that is that is your brand. Um, I I lean Higby. I just I, I understand that Komet. Uh, had a great game last week. I don't think we see that again. They don't play the Broncos every week. So I think that uh, Higby is boring as all get out, but I think he's in a better spot rest of season. Okay. All right. So let's get into some quarterback streaming options. As a reminder, we only discuss the streaming option if they're available in 40% or less of Yahoo leagues. So if your favorite option isn't discussed, they're probably rostered in too many leagues. Uh, I'm going to say it's a decent week to stream quarterbacks. Uh, I talked about Sam Howell at the top. Uh, you know, like I said, Chicago's 26th at AFPA. Uh, Howell was the QB 12 last week. He's the QB 18 on the season. And really, he just has the horrible, horrible, no good game against Buffalo. And the rest of the season, he's been pretty good. So um, he's not running like we hoped, but he's throwing the ball pretty well. And the matchup is great. So I kind of like him as he's going to be kind of weekly. I'm going to be bringing up Sam Howell. I think he's going to be one of those guy, guys that's kind of fringe. <laughs> For kind of like Brock Purdy was at the end of last year, right? Like, like he was always just under 40% was a decent enough option. Uh, other guys, I like Josh Dobbs. Uh, Josh Dobbs was the QB six last week, QB 15 on the season. He's averaging six carries per game, has 141 yards and a touchdown on the ground so far this season. Cardinals are kind of plucky. Marquise Hollywood Brown, Michael Wilson, like those receivers aren't too bad. Bengals are 24th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. So uh, that Bengals defense is not showing up. Bengals offense is not showing up. Uh, so I kind of like Josh Dobbs. I think he's someone you can kind of look at. I don't love the schedule that they have after this week. So I don't I don't like him. I, like if you want someone for a few weeks, I'd definitely go Howell. But this week, Dobbs is a pretty nice option. And then, uh, like you said, Jen, Zachity Zach uh, at Denver. They're <laughs> dead last in AFPA. And it wasn't just Miami. Justin Fields threw for like four touchdowns again. Yeah. Like, um, Zachary Zach was the QB 13 last week against a pretty tough Chiefs defense. And let's not forget, while while I'm not saying Zach Wilson is the future, is great, or anything like that, he played horribly against Dallas and New England. I mean, Dallas and New England are really, really good. So I, I, I think it's fair to give him like a little leniency. Maybe he's not quite as bad as those two games presented. You know, I, I had a conversation uh, with someone on Twitter during that game, and you get to a point where you feel bad for Zachary Zach. I mean, he gets absolutely no respect, like zero. 
I mean, when you look at the other quarterbacks around the league or really any player, I mean, he gets so very little respect. So it was actually really nice to see him make some good plays this past weekend. Started to feel for the guy. I'm like, you know, he, I mean, it's tough, right? We all know the situation, like getting to the NFL is a very difficult thing to do. It's very difficult. And so it's so brutal when people are like, oh, he's bad at football. He sucks. Like he obviously clearly does not suck. He got to the highest level that like 2% of the world can get to or whatever the numbers are. So I'm starting to turn around on, on Zachity Zach. I, you know, he's, he's, he's getting to me in that the, the pull in the heartstrings, maybe it's the mom and me. I don't know, but <laughs> um, it was nice to see him do well. And like you said, he's got such a good matchup. He's got that baby face. So the mother instinct does come out, right? He looks like he's like 14. Um, I don't like that hyperbole anyway. Like the way, like, like we hear it a lot and we know I like Najee Harris and Cam Akers and guys like that. Um, Cam Akers is harder to defend right now. Uh, but I will say uh, the, the hyperbole around them is that they are bad at football and bad people. And, and it's, I, it's too much. I don't like that. Just, you know, we don't, well, it's just, it's just not true. I yeah. mean, you know, right. they're, they made it to the upper echelon of any, you know, it's so difficult to get to where they got to. Yeah. We can and talk just, about usage and situation and whether or yes, not they're the best. But to just option, say they're bad but, at football, it's just yeah, wrong. Yeah. And and lazy, honestly. So uh let's hit a couple questions before we move on to tight ends. Matt Cash uh is in a 12-person PPR league, just traded Alexander Madison, Roshan Johnson to the person who who has Cam Akers and got Jameer Gibbs back to go with their Mon- David Montgomery. Uh, so Madison and Roshan for Gibbs in a PPR. I'm okay with that. Uh, Madison, I, I, I would I would understand someone saying Madison's the best option, but I think Gibbs is fine. I think he's going to keep doing better. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, I think you kind of traded a bunch of a mid-grade people there. Um, I, I kind of like, I know people are down on Gibbs and I get it. I mean, we're four weeks in and he's not getting the volume, but he's he's good when he gets it. He will get his. I feel like... Yeah, I like that trade. And Monty, of course, has been a pleasant surprise for those who drafted him, including myself, who who lost because I left him on the bench last week. <laughs> I did. Um, yeah, I, uh, I luckily I all the leagues where I have David Montgomery, I don't have options to make that a question for me. Like I'm always starting David Montgomery. <laughs> you know, I started um, I I started Rashad White over him, and I mean Rashad White was fine, but. I should have started Monty because I left, I lost by like four points and I would have absolutely crushed the guy I was playing against. And it's funny because I do a, I do it every Thursday morning. Well, morning for me, Thursday at 10 AM, 12 Eastern. Uh, I do a discord AMA in our private discord server. And I had a lot of questions and I told everybody to start Montgomery. And then I did. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's yeah. how it goes. Sometimes you have to listen. I'd rather own great advice. Jim. No. And I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather the subscribers win you know, more than myself. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Certainly. Uh, Stephen L. will just disagree on Najee Harris, and that's okay. <laughs> uh, Steven's in a full PPR redraft. Would, would we trade Derrick Henry for C.D. Lamb and Cortland Sutton? Uh, I mean, as long as you've got other running backs, I'm, yeah, I'm on board for that. I was going to say it depends on who else you have. Um, I don't love Cortland Sutton. and I mean, I clearly, uh, yeah. But I, I do I, – I believe in Derrick Henry. I know a lot of people – uh, fl- tried to flip him last week and then he had a really good week. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. It's, like, I, like I said, it depends on who else you have. And I think Dallas is going to be oh, in some yeah. less lopsided contest <laughs> over the course of the rest of the year. So. Yeah. It looks like he's got Bijan, Kamara and Javante. So yeah, I think yeah. you're fine in there. 
Yep, I would do that. Uh, Tom wants to know if we should start uh, Sam Howell over Russell Wilson. I would. I, I just like the matchup better, and both are kind of iffy in general. But although Denver quietly is like top half of the league in points scored right now, the defense is really uh, the thing letting them down the most. But I would start Howell over Russ. So uh, let's see here. And Mike GP, hi. Would we trade away, um, uh, I'm assuming, Richardson and Pittman for Jamar Chase? Uh, other quarterbacks are Jordan Love and Justin Fields. Other receivers are Jefferson, Ridley, Pickens, London, and Watson. So uh, let's see here. I, I think I think that's buying low on Chase and you have enough receivers and enough court. Yeah, I, I think I would do that. That's tough, but I, I think I would do it. What do you think, Jen? Um, I was actually reading something else, so let me catch up real quick. Yeah, so Anthony Giving Richardson and Richardson Michael Pittman, and Pittman, for, Pittman Chase. for Chase. Okay, he's got Love and Fields, other wide receivers, Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate that. I don't know that you need to do that, but um, I think Chase is definitely – well, not definitely, but I think Chase is in a good spot uh, to bounce back. He's definitely a, a buy-low guy, and right now people are panicking. And I, and I get it. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Joe Burrow manager who – uh, is panicking, but thankfully I also have Sam Howell. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, uh, here is, it's time for, uh, the most important question that I ask you every day. And the question that every day, I, every day I do, I ask you every day, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes every hour, uh, I, it's, it's the most anticipated question in fantasy football podcasting. And that's Jen. Is it a good week to stream tight ends? Skip the trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy and affordable. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. It's also cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. That means less stress, more money in your pocket and more time spent outside the kitchen. I nearly gave in to another expensive delivery receipt on my bank account the other day but decided to instead try one of the HelloFresh meals for myself. And 20 minutes later, two chickpea burgers with turmeric aioli and oven crisp potato wedges with oregano on the side. It's that easy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50mostaccurate and use the promo code 50mostaccurate for 50% off plus free shipping to get started today. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Make Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Now, you can score even more pizza with your pizza. It's easy. Just order online during Little Caesars Pizza Pizza pregame, an hour before and three hours after scheduled NFL kickoffs, and become eligible for instant win prizes. And best of all, you pick the toppings you crave. I attended a live Scott Fishbowl draft over the summer and was convinced by a listener to try Little Caesar's stuffed pretzel crust pizza with cheese sauce. And no hyperbole, it changed my life forever. Either way, everyone wins with Little Caesar's convenient delivery or their in-store pizza portal pickup. You can even pay for your pizza on the Little Caesar's app and have your friends grab it on their way over to your house. That's how you enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. 
Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com NFL. Price Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, Price Picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their Price Picks stat projection. It's that easy. And you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. Price Picks even offers in-game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with all your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together, with more Devonta Smith receiving yards, or less Justin Fields rushing yards. Now, you can. Just go to prizepicks.com accurate, and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is a medium-ish, medium to high week to stream tight ends. Uh, yeah, I'd give it like an eight. It's not, it's not, it's not the worst. Um, it's not the absolute best, but there are some decent options uh, at tight end. So I will just get into them, shall I? Uh, first guy we have is another Zachity Zach. Not, not as fun and not as baby faced, and that would be Zach Ertz uh, this week uh, playing Cincinnati. He is twenty six percent rostered, weirdly, which really doesn't make sense because he's. Uh, He's having a really good season, uh, and he's still only 26% rostered. Bengals are 31st uh, in the league against tight ends uh, in adjusted fantasy points allowed. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Ertz is super boring, but, you know, at the same time, he's right now he's tight end 13 in half PPR points per game, and he's tight end three in targets per game, which is shocking. That's amazing, yeah. Um, That's so, amazing. And he's there. Uh, he's, you know, like I said, he's only in 26% of leagues. You know, you're not going to like be super stoked to to grab him and root for him. Like I said, boring, but he'll get the job done in a very gross tight end landscape. So Zach Ertz is my first guy. I love it. Can I interrupt you just with yes, this? This, this is not tight end related. I'm just curious. Are you buying Michael Wilson? You were all over Michael Wilson I, I was. this summer. I, I'm just, I, I have him in a lot of best ball leagues and a I lot of like. I think about you every stuff. time people talk about him because you were the, <laughs> like you were all over him this summer. Um. I'm buying him as like a stash, you know, this week is a very, um, talk about, is this a good week to, it's a bad waiver wire week. There's not a lot out there. There's not a lot of guys. So he is one that you can just grab. Um, I did not include him in my stash article, but I saw him a lot of people talking about him for waiver ads. So I have not, a lot I'm of, I have a lot buying. of Wilson. I have a lot of Wilson. And I have a lot of Jaleel McLaughlin. So it's, it's the, nice. the, the people in leagues with me are very upset at the waivers this week. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? That people go on, they're like stoked and like, really? Brandon already has him. Why does he have him? Yeah, okay, go, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry, no, um, I'm down. I'm down with Michael Wilson. So yeah, my second uh, second tight end. We're looking for a little rebound here, and that's Dalton Schultz uh, against Atlanta in Atlanta. He's 36 percent rostered, so he comes just under. I assume a lot of people have dropped him. I mean, he was very heavily uh, drafted. Uh, he has not had a fantastic. He's tight end 24 right now and half PPR points per game. I think he's going to get right spot though against the Falcons. They're thirtieth uh, in adjusted fantasy points allowed to tight ends. They're allowing thirteen point four half PPR points a game right now to the tight end position. So I think he's in a good spot there. So he's my number two guy. 
Third guy I have this week is Logan Thomas uh, against Chicago. I mean, right? We we start everyone against Chicago. So everyone. Here we are again. Logan Thomas is back from his concussion. Um, or not concussion. Wait, was it a concussion? I, I can now I'm was it a hamstring? I lost track. I me too. Uh, but he's back. Um, and he's only six percent rostered. Uh, he's actually tight end nine right now in half PPR points per game, uh, with seven point one. Uh Bears are 23rd against tight ends. So fire up Logan Thomas. He's, you know, he's available 94% of leagues. So uh, he's a good one to kind of have and really hang on to, especially with how gross uh, tight end is. Tom says concussion. So my first thought, best thought it was a concussion. Thank you, Tom. Uh, so yeah, those are, those are the, those are the three tight ends that I have for you uh, this week. Excellent. Uh, Anthony, thanks for joining us in the chat. Uh, likes Michael Wilson and agrees that Chicago is a good defense to target, especially in DFS formats. Thanks for listening, Anthony. We appreciate you. Uh, George Play one wants to know if they should trade uh, Jalen Waddle for James Cook. I like, I mean, it really just depends what you need. I like both mm. of those players. I like them both too. That's a tough one. So, you know, whichever position you need, I like that side of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you have an abundance of running backs, which most people do not, um, then feel free to trade uh, James Cook away. If you don't, I would, I would hang on to him, but I really like Waddle too. So it really, like, yeah, like Brandon said, it just depends on your, your needs on your specific roster. Yeah, so I think it's a fair trade, which is nice. It's always nice when you see a fair trade come through. Uh, on your Dalton Schultz comment, have yeah. you seen Houston's schedule this year? Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've looked at it, but I don't off the top of my head know. But did you see there? They broke out the Tootsie Pop uh, uniforms this past weekend. Those they things look are good. Oh, I, I hate those. Oh, things. I love them. I think they're great. They look like a shiny little Tootsie Pop, or not a Tootsie. Yeah, the yeah. the gum the gum one, not the. That's what I like about. Them. Okay, you like? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> No, the schedule is ridiculous, Jeff. Like, I looked before the season started, but now, like, I'm looking and it's, I mean, they get those AFC South teams and, the, like right. I said, they've got, Atlanta, like you said, they've got Atlanta this week. Like, if you look at that schedule, it's hard to find a matchup that you're not excited about coming up. So, yeah, they uh, got the Jets, they have Denver, they have Cincinnati, they have Arizona. Yeah, you're right. They got yeah. a lot of really yeah. good schedule to look at so mm-hmm. um all right so uh it's a pretty good week to stream tight end then i like your Ertz and schultz picks especially logan thomas is exciting as well is it a good week to stream kickers jen it's not a great week to stream kickers i i hate even saying that because you know i'm a i'm a kicker person of course, but, yeah. um, and i like to advocate for the kicker it's i give it like a four or five it, it's not great there i mean there's there are options though there's always options uh, but it's not fantastic. Uh, first guy at the top is Riley Patterson. <clears throat> Excuse me. Riley Patterson against Carolina at home. He is 36% rostered. So he's right up against that streaming line, but he, he, he fits. Uh, so this team right now, so this game has the second highest spread and they have the fourth highest implied team total. The lions do. So they have an implied team total of 27 and their spread is nine. So Riley Patterson to me is, is kind of the clear, a top streamer in this bunch. Uh, so yeah, he, he'd be, he'd be the one I'd go for. There's a couple other options though. Um, let's see. Second guy I have here is jo- Joey Sly, because you know what? We start everyone against the bears and that includes the kicker. We're not going to leave him out. So <laughs> uh, Joey Sly is only 1% roster. So he's there for you, no matter what size your roster is or what size your league is. I should say uh, they have an implied team total of 25 and a half, and they are six and a half point favorites uh, at home against the lowly Chicago Bears. So Joey Sly is my number two guy. 
Uh, number three guy is Will Lutz, Denver. Uh, he's at home, mile high altitude against the Jets. He is 5% rostered. They're two point favorites, and uh, they have an implied team total of 22.75. So it's not going to be a, a big bang and score matchup here, but if you need him, Will Lutz is there. He's available in 95% of rosters. Um, I do have. Uh, one more bonus. Ooh, a bonus. I always love your bonus. It kickers. is a bonus. And I'm, this is what I'm, and yeah, I'm going to preface this. I got a, uh, I got a, a pretty nasty, no, it's not nasty, but I got a tweet uh, after last week with a guy telling me that me saying that Matt Gay had a revenge game was the dumbest thing he's ever heard on a podcast. Ever. Ever. Ever yes, heard. Wow. Ever. Okay. Um, and I wrote him back. I'm like, listen, it's tongue in cheek. Of course, Matt Gay, there's not a revenge game for a kicker. Like, it's whatever. It's just a joke because that's the narrative. <laughs> so here we are. We've got a brother matchup. We've got Anders Carlson against Daniel Carlson. Anders. Anders. Anders I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I yeah, said very important. It, no, it is, it is Anders. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Um, so Anders Carlson uh, against is playing in Vegas against his, his older brother, Daniel. Uh, they are two-point favorites. And they have an implied team total of 23.25. So listen, I mean, it's kind of a joke because obviously they have nothing to do with each other, but I think it's kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, assume the I Carlson assume, bowl. I, right, love it. I assume the Grammaticas probably kicked against each other once probably. or twice, but I don't think it happens that often, right? In the league. I mean, you have other positional people battling, but I thought it was kind of cool that you've got a little brother bowl. Um, no, that is not why you should start him. Mean Twitter person. Um, but I am, I am just saying that I think it's funny. That's my bonus. Uh, you're not a game of Thrones person, right? I'm not now. Yeah. So there's an episode. I'm just going to do this really fast, but there's yeah. an episode where, uh, someone is being punished and they're basically paraded through the streets while someone behind them is ringing a bell saying shame, shame, shame over and over again. And that's what I think of whenever I just think of Twitter. I just think of the lady with the bell yelling shame, shame, shame over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, this it, it, the, the the actually the, the account that tweeted that at me is a it's like a parody burner some I don't know but I I just thought it was funny. He told me it was the dumbest thing he'd ever heard in a podcast. I was like, wow, I'm I'm kind of proud of myself that I uh, somehow yeah, nice dumbest thing you've ever heard. I mean, ever. really, <laughs> ever. It's, it's only listened to one podcast. That's it. I, I guess we should be thankful for the loyalty there, right? Because this must I, be the yeah. only podcast they listen to. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. So before we get to uh, defenses, uh, I want to take a minute to talk about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Go to PrizePicks.com/slash accurate. Use code accurate for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars uh, for Week Five. I'm eyeing DeAndre Hopkins at more than fifty-seven point five receiving yards against a struggling Colts secondary. Hopkins has eclipsed the number two out of four games. Colts have given up an average of 114.5 receiving yards to opposing wide receiver ones this season. Uh, that Colts secondary is just struggling like crazy. So I expect Hopkins to have his best day as a Titan this week. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to say more than 57.5 receiving yards. What's your pick this week? I am going with your boy from earlier, Brian Robinson. Ah. Um, they have him right now as more than 6.5 receiving yards. So I actually did some legit research for this. Um, you'll be, you'll be proud of me. Nice. Um, so, okay. <laughs> First of all, Gibson's in the doghouse, right? We know that he, I think he's put three balls on the ground already in four games. Not good. So, okay. Robinson so far, it, he had one game where he had no receiving yards, but he had, he had a game of seven, a game of 42 and a game of six. So um, the, the bears have allowed. So Aaron Jones week one had 86 receiving yards. Rashad White week two had 30 receiving yards. 
And Jarek McKinnon had 19 receiving yards in week three. And last week, Samaj P. Ryan had 23. So in, in all four weeks, they have allowed a running back to have way more than 6.5 receiving yards. So that is my pick, Brian Robinson, more than 6.5 receiving yards. Excellent, excellent. And those 16.5 touches per game he's averaging includes some receptions there yeah. too. So he's active. I, I think that that's game. kind of a no-brainer. I mean, 6.5, yeah. I mean, that's one, that's one, one reception, really. I love it. I was hoping for Wandale Robinson to show up because I keep seeing the betting lines on Wandale Robinson in other situations mm -hmm. uh, where if you want to bet. Uh, like last night, the betting line on DraftKings Sportsbook for Wandale Robinson was over 1.5 receptions. Uh, and Wandale Robinson, every time he's on the field, he's the most heavily targeted yeah. player in that Giants offense. So, yeah. So if you They're ever bringing seen him back slowly, but yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. I mean, he got... You know, like five catches, 40 yards or something like that. But he's, that works. he's definitely targeted. It Cash absolutely it. Works. Yeah. So let's go to uh, defensive streamers. Uh, you know, we talked about Riley Patterson against the Panthers. How about that Lions defense against the Panthers, right? The Panthers offense is really, really struggling. Uh, I kind of think Bryce Young looks better than people think he does. He doesn't look good, but I I, I kind of think there's a little too much panic there when I watch the games. But uh, 25th and AFPA. Uh, right now um, to opposing defenses, the Carolina offenses. Uh, the Lions are 11th right now in, in the defense special teams, 11 right now. So they're not playing bad. They've got a good pass rush. They've got an opportunistic secondary. Uh, Carolina's 24th in the league in points scored. And um, Detroit is tied for seventh in sacks and Carolina is eighth in sacks allowed. And so I feel like Aiden Hutchinson is going to have a field day right now. And so I, I the Lions, a pretty good option. Just a pretty good option to uh, to stream right now. If you want a defense you can hold on to, I kind of like the Texans. I talked about uh, that schedule that's coming up. You could just kind of hold on to the Texans right now. They're available in – they're only rostered in 4% of Yahoo leagues right now. They're the defense special teams 18 this year, but they're getting better every week. Uh, the Falcons are allowing the tw are their 28th right now in AFPA to opposing defenses. So the Falcons offense really struggling. Um, and they're 25th in point scored. So Houston needs to get after the quarterback more. They're not really sacking anybody uh, over the course of the season, but they had three sacks last week. Jonathan Greenard is kind of turning into a wrecking ball. So uh, the Houston Texans, I, I really like this team. I, I, I like what they're doing the rest of the season. That, that schedule is really enticing. I didn't realize just how easy that schedule looked until I kind of took a look this morning. Uh, and then, like you said, every, we start everything against Chicago. So if you need to, the Commanders, they're actually not a very good defense right now. So I, I don't love that. But uh, but they're getting better. And they're I picked them up last it. week for this for this contest. So yeah. I'm, I'm starting them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Washington was in your stash section last yep. week. Uh, they're tied for seventh in sacks. Uh, the Bears have the seventh most turnovers in the league right now. Um, yeah, and then after this, uh, the Commanders get the Falcons and Giants, so they're not bad for a few weeks as well. So uh, those are my defensive streamers. And I'm going to be honest, it's a good week to stream defense. There's other defenses out there you can grab. Too. Green Bay is not a bad option. Uh, there's several out there. These are the three that I landed on that I like the most. Uh, I, I'm probably going to grab Houston. I'm, that's probably what I'm going to do. But Detroit's probably the best if you just want someone this week. Uh, you know, if Tampa's your defense and you need someone uh, for this week to cover the bye, then Detroit might be the best option right now. Uh, Tom wants to know if Kansas City's uh, a meh defense with the Vikings this week in Denver in week six. Yeah, I think they're kind of mad. Vikings are kind of playing poor. Uh, but Kansas City, I don't think that defense is good enough to where you have to keep them week to week. So I'd, I'd go ahead and just stream off of that, Tom. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, 
I think that's all I got on defense right now. So I, unless you have comments, Jen, I want to hear your secret stash segment. Um, I have no comments on defense. I uh, I think you're you're right there. That works for me. Um, let's see here. Okay, so stash. Okay, so we start out usually every week with a stash for week six, right? So for not not for this week, for next week. Uh, my stash for next week is a tight end. Um, I have our you friend of friend of the show just because we both like him, Kate Otten. Hey, uh, yeah, he, yes, Tampa Bay, great. Uh, he is only two percent rostered right now. Uh, he has a bye this week, so can't use him this week. However, he comes back to the Lions and then the Falcons. Uh, Lions are 26th in tight end adjusted fantasy points allowed, and the Falcons are 30th. So Kate Otten's a guy that, uh, you know, as we talk about a lot, tight ends is not great. So if he's there in your league, which he's in 98% of them right now, uh, grab, you know, if you have the bench room, grab him now, and then you can play him the next couple of weeks. So that's that. And then I've got two guys I'm bringing for just stashing for the rest of the season, uh, just in case. Um, first guy is uh, Dolphin wide receiver Braxton Berrios. He is also only 2% rostered. So River Craycraft is now on IR. So he kind of is right there as the wide receiver three. He was actually the target leader last week. He had one more than Tyreek Hill. Obviously, that's not going to happen every week. It may not happen ever again. However, Braxton Berrios uh, had the most targets last week. They clearly like him. So I feel like it's, you know, if you want to grab a piece of this Miami offense, he's available. Uh, the other guys are clearly not. Uh, you know, A-Chain is not there anymore. Tyreek Hill is obviously not available. Waddle. So if you want a piece of this offense moving forward, Barrios is out there. He's free in 98% of rosters. And he may do nothing, or he may, you know, if last week's volume is any indication, they may get him more involved. So I have him there as kind of a stash and hold. You look like he's you want been, to say something. I was going to say he's been a PPR demon before in the past. And, um, you know, he has that slot job right now. So it, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and like Anthony says, he's, he's better than Smythe. I mean, they're using him more. So uh, he's a guy that's widely out there. And, you know, these stashes are, he may not pan out and he's easily droppable or you can get ahead of, of the waiver wire by a few weeks. Uh, the other guy I have is another guy that's pretty deep. Um, he is 0% rostered right now. And that is Ronnie Rivers, uh, the running back for the Rams. It appears that he is the backup to Kyron Williams, not Zach Evans. Uh, so week three, uh, Williams had a hundred percent of the touches last week. Rivers had 28 um, and Williams had 72. So they are getting him involved. He does not have standalone value right now. However, you never know what's going to happen. He's always, you know, stick him at the end of your bench if you can, and you drop him if he doesn't get anything. And if he does, you have him. I like, I kind of like Rivers and, yeah. and, you know, Sean McVay never, uh, never exactly a, a lock for what he's going to do at the running back position. So you never know. Rivers yeah, may I mean, uh, earn himself a role. <laughs> so there's, there's my stashes for the week. Excellent. I love them. All right. Let's hit a few more questions and then we'll sign off for the day. Uh, ZXKK wants to know if they should trade CD to get Jamar Chase. I'm very indifferent to that. I really like both players. Chase is a nice buy low. CD's really good. I think both are going to be solid. Uh, do you have a preference between those two, Jen? I I just, I like CD more. I, I just like CD more, but I feel like as far as value, they're, they're pretty comparable. Okay. Right. Like, I don't know I if you need to make that trade, but. Um, yeah, it's kind yeah. of a challenge trade. So whichever player you believe in the most right. makes the most sense. So uh, Eric Dubay uh, wants to know our opinion on David Montgomery. They have Jamar Gibbs and they've been playing Gibbs. Um, 
I think that Montgomery is playing the Jamal Williams role. He's got at least a touchdown in every game so far. Uh, he's getting 24 touches a game. I don't see how you sit Montgomery. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's uh, – you just want to know what we think about. You don't have him. You only have Gibbs. Is that uh, – I'm confused at the Sounds question. Sounds like they've got but... both, and they've been playing Oh, Gibbs. okay. Yeah, I mean, if you have – yeah, I mean, that's that's difficult. Um, you have to start Montgomery at this point. I mean, he has, he's getting a ridiculous amount of volume and he's efficient as well. Mm -hmm. So he looks good. He looks good. And I feel like, I mean, the thing is that Gibbs, Gibbs looks good too. And his limited touches, they're just only using him for like a specialty guy, which as we all know, makes absolutely no sense with where they drafted him. But, you know, we just have to keep hoping that they're going to, uh, get him in there pretty soon. Yeah. I, I, hope so too. I, I think it's going to continue to be similar. I think Gibbs will continue to get a little bit of work, but it, Montgomery is going to get his touches. Like this is what they did with Jamal Williams last year. They signed David Montgomery to replace Jamal Williams. It kind of makes sense what they're doing. And it's like you said, Jen, it's effective. So uh, KK don't wants to know Kirk cousins or Jordan love this week. Uh, they're kind of close in our rankings. I'd probably lean cousins just because I think they're going to have to throw against Kansas city, but you could talk me into love. What do you think? Um, cousins or love um yeah i mean i'd probably go cousins but i don't think you can yeah i mean i'd probably just in a vacuum i'd go cousins it depends on kind of other things but yeah i i, I guess yeah cousins for me makes sense to me uh we had a listener question that was sent in uh they have uh, the question jonathan taylor for cd lamb and a full ppr the taylor team is good at running back and wide receiver so uh, trying to figure out, it's kind of another challenge trade. Like if you're good at running back and receiver and you're, you're really just debating which one you like better, I'd probably stick with lamb because of the uncertainty in Taylor. But I mean, you could talk me into that risk aspect of it. Taylor supposedly looks healthy right now. Uh, what do you think of Jonathan Taylor in general, Jen? Yeah, I've had a lot of people ask me about him this week and I, it's just, it's so hard to figure out because there was so, it was so, kind of contentious right before the season started like he definitely did not want to be there and now all of a sudden he's there and um if he's healthy like is he going to give it a full go i don't know i mean i guess he has to it's it's tough i mean i i yeah like you said it's kind of a, an interesting trade there but as far as taylor in general i mean we just we all kind of have to wait and see like there's just no way to know how this is going to pan out. Cause we really haven't seen anything super similar, right? We have guys that have held out and then gotten what they wanted and then, you know, or held up, but like, he's kind of in a weird spot. So uh, he has to play if he's back and they don't trade him. I mean, they, they can still trade him. That's the thing, right? I mean, that's, they could, they absolutely could. I don't know if there's any, you know, I, I know Miami was a big taker at one point. I can't imagine that they would even remotely that. consider that right now, Baltimore. they're already, Baltimore. They have an embarrassment of riches of, of running back, so they certainly don't need that. I don't know. I want him in Baltimore. That's where I want him. I want him. That in Baltimore. would be fantastic, but yeah. I don't know if that's. <laughs> you know, I don't know if anyone's really uh, talking to you know to the Colts for him. So we'll have to see. Yep. All right. Uh, Oscar Amiro uh, wants to know if they should trade Sam Laporta. What what running back to target for that? Uh, these open ended are always a little tough for me. And uh, Laporta is going to be valued widely different in a variety of different leagues. Like if it's tight end premium or if sometimes right. tight ends just have more value. I would target an RB two, and if you can't get that for him, I would probably just keep Laporta. That's yeah. I was going to say I would I would go for like a like a Swift or a James Cook or maybe an Aaron Jones something like that. 
Yeah, and if you can't get it, just keep Laporta. Uh, Terrell yeah. T wants to know Brees Hall or Jordan Addison. To me, you start Brees Hall against Denver. Like you just, you just, you just have to. <sighs> yeah, Addison, Addison with a big fat goose egg on everyone's everyone's rosters last week, but he's been great up until this point, so I don't hate it. But yeah, I think, uh, like we said against Denver, uh, you kind of have to start Hall there. Yeah, uh, Sleepy wants to know if they should trade Rich, um, Ramondre Stevenson or hold. I, I mean, I don't I'd know hold. what you're going to get for him, so I'd hold. Yeah, I just don't know if you're going to get value enough that makes it make sense. Well, it depends. I mean, running backs are, are a pretty hot commodity right now, especially ones with that kind of, you know, there was all this talk last week about, about Zeke getting all, you know, he didn't. Ramondre is the lead back there. It's just they're not playing that well, so he's struggling a little bit. But I think he'll get his. I would hold. Uh, Brandon with the excellent name has, uh, quality running backs and quality receivers wants to know if they should pair up Kyron and Pittman for Jamar chase. Uh, I like that. I don't love getting rid of Kyron Williams, but I, I think that that's probably worth it considering you have Travis ETM and Derek Henry and Jonathan Taylor. I, I think that that's probably worth the gamble to get Jamar chase. What do you think, Jen? Um, sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Anthony agreed with you, Sam Laporta. James Cook is the option, is the target there. Thank you, Anthony, for that. Tingley wants to know who they should start: Alvin Kamara, Isaiah Pacheco, or um, D- Devon Achan. I, I got to get that right, Achan. Is it? <laughs> I mean, I've heard a chain, a chain, a chan. I mean, you've heard. I've heard every possible iteration under the sun, and I, I don't know. I That's might. My- be- I might Remember this wrong. whole offseason, I kept saying the rookie every time yeah. we talked about him because I'm like, I don't even know how to say his name at this point. And I don't know if anyone has the exact right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So who are you sitting between Kamara Pacheco and Achan? Ooh. Um, what scoring format are we talking here? I'm not sure. If it's a PPR, I'm definitely starting Kamara mm-hmm. is kind of the way that goes. I, I think that's where you were kind of headed there. I was. Um, I would probably sit. Yeah, if it's PPR Kamara, if it's not, I would maybe sit him or Pacheco. I would start a chain, a chain, um, regardless. So I it would be yeah, it would be between the other two. Like we said, if it's PPR, yeah, yeah, PPR sit Pacheco, non PPR sit Kamara. That that's yeah, I I agree with you a hundred percent. Cool. Uh, absolutely. A Chan, Anthony says. So A Chan. So we were uh, between the I, two of us. We were we were A Chan right. or A Chan. You see, I... well, that the, the what's shown there is A Chan. So we'll see, <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe A Chan. I don't know. Well, we'll figure this out by next week. <laughs> we'll figure this out. Uh, one more question, and then we'll get going. Is Jeff Wilson worth keeping at? Uh, worth keep? No, I I don't think so. I think you could drop Jeff Wilson. There's reason to stash him, like if there's an injury or something. But right now, you got to think he's third in the pecking order. If you need the roster space, I think it's okay to drop Jeff Wilson. Yeah, I think it depends on your situation. Like if you're if you're in a position where you're like four and zero or three and one or something, and you have the space, then just hang on to him in case. But if you need wins now and you're hurting, then I would just get rid of him and get someone that's going to give you points now. Okay, excellent. Um. I, I think we're going to call it a day there, Jen. Thank you very much. Any final thoughts before we go? Uh, no, no, no final thoughts. <laughs> um, we made it through another week, another streaming show. Thank you all, uh, all everyone that's uh, in the chat. And uh, yeah, we'll be here again next week on Tuesday, same time, same a- channel. 
Absolutely. We appreciate everyone in the chat. Listeners, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We're here every Tuesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come join us throughout the season live on the 4 for 4 YouTube channel to discuss streamers that'll get you through your fantasy season. You can follow us on Twitter at Jen Akins NFL and at 2GuysBrandon. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great day.